0: Welcome to the, uh, week six review, um, sorry, I forgot what week it was, we were on a bit of a hiatus, I was moving and busy with life, so, sadness, but we're back, um, And we're talking about all the matchups from this past week. Starting off with another Thursday night Amazon Prime speciality. Uh, Commanders versus Bears. Uh, If you took the alt under in this one, congratulations. Hope you enjoyed your winnings. Commanders 12, Bears 7. Allie, anything fantasy relevant here?
1: Uh, well, I don't think a, very many people are running out, a ton of people from these teams. Um, but, you know, there there was a couple. Um, you know, Fields, he passed the ball 27 times, which might sound average, but for Justin Fields, that's like seven games combined. That's like 100 so, for anybody I mean,
0: else.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he threw the ball 27 times. Uh, Montgomery it goes 80 yards on 16 opportunities, so he's getting quite a bit of usage. Um Pettis got four catches on seven targets for eighty eighty-four and a touchdown. Mooney seven for twelve on for sixty-eight and he had a pretty good game. I I picked him up in the league this week. Um he seems to make some of those crazy catches, so maybe with some more targets we'll see what he does. Um Wentz sucks again. So I know that we were kinda high on him a couple weeks ago when he had a couple good games. You know, he was QB four or five every week, but uh he sucks again. Um, and Robinson got 17 carries for six yards and a touchdown. But overall, um, the wide receivers were just awful for Washington. So, I mean, the only one I really see playing over these next couple of weeks in Washington is Brian Robinson. I mean, coming off those injuries, it was pretty crazy to see him have such a decent game. It, 60 yards isn't crazy, but he got a touchdown. So, um, I, I, I thought he passed the eye test this weekend. I, Depending on my bench, I might run Brian Robinson out there. In a flex position, maybe, but it was he was fun to watch. But other than that, it was an Amazon Prime special.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was nice to see with Robinson. Also, important to note that he's got that dog in him. He got shot, and he came back faster than Keenan Allen. So, um, Keenan, what, what you doing, bro? Let's get back on the field there, buddy. Um, Wentz, like, what did he do, break his finger or something? So, they're playing Taylor Heineke going forward, I guess, starting this week. Um, you would have to wonder why they drafted a quarterback if they were just going to run a Heineke out there again anyways, but that's a different story for another time. Um, this was a pretty funny game. I had this on the multi-stream, and, like, it was 14 nothing Falcons, and I was like, wow, I'm so glad I played Jeff Wilson because this is going to be abysmal. And it indeed was Caleb. Uh, the Jeff Wilson experience has a bump in the road.
2: Yeah. I mean, I was in the same boat as you. I played him and I think he got me like negative half a point, uh, cause he had like six carries, um, and also put the ball on the ground, which he's getting pretty good at doing. Um, so, I mean, like, I think Elijah Mitchell is supposed to come back after this week um this coming week so like maybe you'll get one more good jeff wilson game and then it's probably time to just ditch him if you have people that don't pay attention in your league maybe try to move him this week um and maybe you can get someone if they're uh, a fool um but, yeah, uh, it's been a good ride. I had Jeff Wilson last year when Elijah Mitchell got hurt. It might just honestly, like, be worth, like, drafting this guy super late because Elijah Mitchell seems to miss, like, eight weeks every year, and Jeff Wilson's actually a pretty good back when he's the feature back in that offense. Um, But aside from that, yeah, not a good week for the, the JW, JWJ train, Uh. Otherwise, Mariota had just a retarded game. I think he had, like, 25 fantasy points, and he only threw the ball 14 times, which is just, like, so stupid. Um, The Falcons are just a stupid fantasy team. Like, they don't have anything that makes fantasy football fun. Uh, I I don't even remember the guy's first name. Caleb Huntley, is that it? And Tyler Algier, they both carry the ball, like literally like 50 percent of the time every game um so you can't really start either of them uh drake london looked exciting at the beginning of the year they don't throw at all now for whatever reason like they were able to kind of run the ball against the niners which like the niners defense i think is a pretty good unit so i was kind of surprised by that uh they did have the They scored a defensive touchdown this game, I'm pretty sure. Um, Or maybe that was a week ago. I don't freaking know. But the Niners looked terrible. Uh, Garoppolo threw the ball 41 times, which is not what Shanahan wants to do at all. Um, Ayuk had a really nice game. He caught uh, eight balls for 83 yards, had two touchdowns. So if you played him, you're feeling pretty good. Debo Samuel is like... I traded for this guy and he's had some big games. The, I think it was a Thursday night game against the Rams where he broke like 18 tackles and cribbed one for like 60 yards. It was pretty fun. Um, but he's definitely not as productive as he was last year. Um, and yeah, like the, I mean the Falcons, there's nothing really to look for there. The Niners, uh, I think, like, you're obviously starting Debo Samuel if you have him. Ayuk's probably worth a look. Jeff Wilson, you'll probably get one, maybe two more good weeks out of. Kittle finally looked like um, a tight end rather than a sixth offensive lineman. Uh, He actually caught eight balls, which is a lot for him because usually they just use him to block, but I think, like like you said, they got down so early in this game that it was like, we almost just have to throw it now, which is why you see a guy like Garoppolo slinging it 41 times, but um, yeah, just like one of those weird games that like, I still think the Niners are a good team, I don't think the Falcons are a good team, so it feels like one of those would we'll get to the end of the season and look back on it and be like, just this like weird aberration, but...
0: Yeah, it's getting to be weird With defenses, because there's so many of these defenses that we thought, like I picked up Jags D and thought that they were going to be elite, and then they've just been dumpstered on two weeks in a row. And people were either running out Niners D every week, or at least most of the time. And then they do nothing against the Falcons. It's what about
1: Kyle Pitts?
0: Kyle Pitts got a touchdown, baby. Trade him yeah, he for, did. <laughs> trade him for anything you can get right now. Um, I mean, we'll talk about this more uh, another time, but anybody between him and Drake London, I mean, I think Drake London is a great player, but Arthur Smith is just not interested in playing football like it's 2000 or later, Um I mean, throwing the ball 14 times in a game is egregious. Like it doesn't matter how good Drake London is, prime Antonio Brown is not going to perform in fantasy if his quarterback only throws the ball 14 times. Um, I have him in a league, and I'm I'm trying to get out from underneath it because it's it's just not going to be possible. Um, another surprising game: the Pats. Stomped the browns 38-15 um, zappy had 17 points um, most of that was to Tyquan Thornton which if you follow the real NFL draft not the fantasy draft um, you you know this guy I'm pretty sure he was the fastest receiver at the combine this year um, he has like legit 42 speed. Um, which is ridiculous but this is the first time we've really seen that he carried the ball a couple times so um, I'm kind of interested to see if he morphs into that Debo Samuel role for them which I think Belichick is is capable of of having a guy like that and using him um, the right way Um, if you have a weak bench I would just grab this guy for now because you could probably get him for free whereas if he does it again this week, you're you're not gonna be able to get him unless you're first on the waiver wire. Um Ramondre is finally doing Ramondre things now that Damian Harris got the freak out of the way. Um I I mean if you're if you're either a Patriots fan or a Ramondre owner, you're hoping that Damian Harris is hurt for as long as possible because he's just not as good as Ramondre. Um This is crazy to see Ramondre's snap shares over 80% in this game. Um, I mean, just a three down back, he uh, caught four passes, which isn't something he normally does a lot. Um, So I think you, for me, having Ramondre, I'm hoping he takes over um, even when Harris comes back. Um, He looks like a guy that can do do fantasy things with 60 to 70 percent of the snaps anyways um he goes for two touchdowns in this one and chubb for the first time this year is does nothing i think he had like seven points um they were kind of getting smoked so maybe couldn't run the ball as much but um the pats defense looked really good amari cooper had 12 targets but only got four of them um I'm not sure what happened. I saw him catch a touchdown that they said was a touchdown, but then I was watching the replay, and I was like, that's not a touchdown. And then now I see that he had a touchdown. So I don't know if that stood or what happened because this was like one of my –
2: It was two different plays, I think. Okay. Like they showed one on red zone where they were like Amari Cooper touchdown, and then I was like checking my fantasy app, and then it was like oh yeah he didn't score, and then I think he scored later. He
0: scored. Okay. I was I was wondering about that because I can't remember the exactly what happened on the one that didn't count, but I was like pretty sure it wasn't a touchdown, and then I have like five games going at once, so I get sidetracked. Um, uh, DPJ Donovan Peoples Jones had 76 yards. I mean, that's passable, serviceable, especially in a in a deep league. Um, but the Browns look really bad in this one. Um, this is this is a a problem with Chubb is that he's been a great back, but he even on regular games he's only hovering around 50% snap share. So it's tough in a game like this where. Your the game script isn't going your way to produce fantasy points when you're only on the field half the time i mean that's just that's just a problem that it's going to happen with him um continuing with the upsets the jets stomped the packers uh 27 to 10 jets defense uh had the had the packers lost in the sauce caleb
2: Yeah, before we go to this, I just wanted one quick thing on New England. Like, it feels like three weeks ago we were like, Belichick can't do this anymore. Like, And, like, it's so silly that we can't, like, continue saying this. Like, Belichick, if you look at what the Patriots are right now, is basically he's like you when you're, like, 14 years old and you went, 19 and 0 and won the super bowl and madden and you're like let me try it on all madden right now he's got like matt patricia who's a defensive coach as his offensive coordinator he's playing he was playing mac jones who's not good at quarterback now he's got uh what's his name bailey Bailey zappy Zappy. or something he was
0: like a sixth round pick or something yeah
2: and like i know he had massive numbers in college but he played in like the mac or the Belt conference or something which is fine like good quarterbacks have come from the mac but like it's just so funny to me that like every year we have this conversation like it's been every year since tom brady left new england um that everyone's like oh belichick can't can't do it anymore can't do it without Brady and like as a Brady hater it just makes me want to throw up but like Brady stinks now and the Bucks look like they stink um which we'll get to another time but like Belichick just like he figures out ways to win and like Cleveland they're not a good team but they're not a bad team either um and like the Patriots just destroyed him so like i i just wanted to like touch on that briefly i think the fact that matt patricia is an offensive coordinator in the nfl is freaking hilarious he's um, also
1: got his kid as the linebacker coach isn't he yes eve it's like Steve, he's yeah. like yeah let's make this harder bring my he's kid he's the one in. that looks like
2: he does like meth before yes! every play because he's like always got his tongue out and like he has a mullet haircut and stuff but yeah it's like i'll make my my son the defensive coordinator i'll make matt patricia who was like a very good defensive coordinator then went and locked like a 100 games with the lions as a head coach i'll make him the offensive coordinator and then i'll get like two white untalented quarterbacks uh and just like play those guys um and yeah it's just it's like it's just wild
0: the fact that they were the first ones to slow down chubb this year like honestly off the top of my head i could probably name the least patriots defenders of any team in the nfl like
2: they 100 percent. but they do this every year they did this like during the super bowl runs where you'd like you would know like they had some good players during those runs right like early on like rodney harrison was really good richard seymour was really good and then like later they had like Stephon gilmore and guys like that but like they were never like a defense where you were like, yeah, there's like five all pros on, on that team. Like you think about the Steelers defenses or the Ravens defenses, and you could name like Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, like guys like that where like the Patriots have never had anyone like that. Yeah. Um, but they're always just like right there. They got um, Richard Seymour into the hall of
0: fame. And he is, if you look at his career stats, he's nothing special. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. hundred percent. Um, but anyways, on to the Jets. Yeah, the Packers uh, don't look very good. Rodgers is like, I, before the season, was a big proponent that Rodgers was the best quarterback ever. I still think he probably is the most talented quarterback ever, but, like, he doesn't look very good this year. Um, Just, like, I don't know if it's the lack of receiver talent or, like, he just doesn't, hasn't meshed with these guys yet. But, like, he's got Randall Cobb, who he's played a billion games with he's got Lazard who's been there a while he's got Tanyan. Um like it feels like he should be able to figure this out um, but just hasn't materialized yet and they can't really run the ball that well either um, which is kind of disturbing because I think before the season you looked at that backfield and you were like that's probably like, if we rewind and I put myself there, I probably am thinking that's the best one two punch in the NFL. It's either that or in Cleveland. Um, and like neither guy is really produced all that much. Uh, Aaron Jones tends to have like games where he'll score like three touchdowns because LaFleur just decides like this is going to be my Aaron Jones game, but like he's not very consistent. Um, but, yeah, that offense just kind of looks lost. Uh, the Jets actually are, like, pretty fun. Um, Garrett Wilson, like, stinks. Uh, but we all knew that already. Um, uh, like, Brees Hall is, is pretty good. Um, he had, like, 120 yards or something and a touchdown. Uh I think the, the best guy to watch in this game is Sauce Gardner. I mean, this guy, you can't play him in fantasy unless you're, like, in a really exotic league where you're allowed to play defenders. But this guy is awesome. Like, he is a stud. Um, and, like, he's just so fun to watch. Like, he goes out there every week and is, like, clamping the other team's best rec- receiver, like, week in and week out. Lazard actually had a pretty decent game, even though he was matched up with Sauce, like, most of the game. Um, but, like, it's the Jets uh, and, like, the fact that they have a guy who is, like, that good as a rookie I think is really encouraging if you're a Jets fan when, like, there's not much else um, to look forward to. But, like, from a fantasy perspective, aside from Brees Hall, like, very um, boring game, not a lot of production.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think you could drop everyone on the Jets at this point. Ex- I... Personally, I want to keep Garrett Wilson just for a couple weeks. I don't want to keep Corey Davis. The Elijah Moore situation is a nightmare because he gets zero targets and then goes on Twitter and talks about how he's not mad that he got zero targets. But, like, he definitely noticed. But, like, as long as they win, he's not going to say about getting zero targets. But, like, you should know that he knows that he didn't get any targets. But I the Jets are the Jets. So, like, I want to pump the brakes here and, like, give this a couple weeks because it's not certainly outside the range of outcomes that they go back to getting trounced every week. And I'm every week I'm going to be looking at the box score, like, how many times did Zach Wilson throw the ball? Because if that goes back up to 42, 44, 48 attempts like it was with Joe Flacco. I think Zach Wilson's not that good at throwing the ball, but when you're down, you know, everybody wants to have a balanced offense Till you're down 14 points. All of a sudden, if you need a score, you got to throw the ball. So even if, you know, hopefully we get like a warning game where he throws the ball 40 sometimes and none of the receivers do anything and we can grab those guys back. But right now the way their defense is playing and the way Brees Hall is playing, I'm, I'm gonna drop these guys for now and hope that I can get them back. Um, I will say though, the Jets i I believe have one of the easiest schedules in the fantasy playoffs. so like keep that in mind, like you could be dropping a league winner and I think if you're a really good team right now, you know, if you're six and O, five and one, maybe you can find a roster spot for Elijah Moore. For now, um, especially in like a twelve-team league, like there's not going to be guys out there on the waiver wire that that have more upside than him. Um, a a game that I, if I had to understand what happened, I wouldn't be able to talk about for even one second. Uh, the Colts beat the Jaguars thirty-four to twenty-seven. Now it's a bit weird. These teams have played twice in the first six weeks of the season, which seems weird to me. If you can remember back in week two, the Colts got shut out by the Jags. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I was on here saying that the Colts were the worst team in the NFL. And I mean, the Broncos are a team in the NFL, so they're not the worst team in the NFL. But, um, uh, Matt Ryan throws the ball 58 times. What? I mean, how that was ever in the game plan, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if, like, their coach thought to himself, hey, we're trying to run the ball up the middle 84 times, and we're getting wrecked. So maybe we'll try throwing the ball, which would have been a weird strategy considering Matt Ryan has looked terrible this year. Either way, I don't know, but he throws the ball 58 times. They put up 34 points. Uh, Dion Jackson, who some people actually streamed, which I have to give you respect where it's due if you did. I'm pretty sure in like half and full PPR, he was RB1. He wasn't RB1 in zero PPR standard. Um Pity City targeted 16 times, although uh Matt Ryan can't be bothered to look for him in the red zone. Uh I don't know what's up with that. He's always open and except in the red zone. Um Paris Campbell played every snap, um, caught seven balls on eleven targets, fifty seven yards and touchdown. That's something to look for. I mean, we always talk about this, okay. The Colts threw the ball 58 times, and they won. This is a team that's incentivized to win. They went and got Matt Ryan. They thought they had a good defense. They have one of the best young backs in the league. They have Michael Pittman, who can be an alpha receiver. So they want to win. So they threw 58 times, and they won the game. To me, seems like they're going to want to throw the ball 58 times again. Keep throwing the ball. I mean, they've tried handing it off to Taylor, umpteen times and it hasn't worked um he's banged up Hines got hurt like I don't know I'm I'm looking at Paris Campbell can he be a number two in the NFL yeah I think he can Um, if he's getting 11 targets that means he must be open a good bit um you know that's a nice size target share even though it is on 58 passes um Alec Pierce a guy that a lot of people were on um he got 49 yards and a touchdown um, Jacksonville backfield is getting twisted with it. Um, it's getting to where you're not going to be wanting to run out any of them. Um, we thought ETN was emerging, and then his snap share goes down, and then Jamichael Hasty comes in the game, which I couldn't even have told you he was on their roster. Um. You know, there's lots of guys in the league that are playable in a in a split backfield, but when you had a third back in that mix, it becomes an absolute nightmare. Um, Christian Kirk didn't do anything; save the game with a touchdown. Um, if you can get rid of this guy at anything close to the value he had after the first couple weeks, do it as soon as possible. Um, it's it hasn't been looking good for for him i mean maybe maybe he was on had gilmore on him but this has been like three weeks in a row um that he's done pretty much nothing um vikings uh beat the dolphins really weird situation uh caleb what what happened at quarterback for the dolphins
2: yeah like they ran out Skylar Thompson to start the game. And then he like gets a cut or like otherwise hurts his hand somehow. Um, And I think he was also like being evaluated for a concussion, which like at this point, if you're playing quarterback, like you should just not play for the dolphins because like every single guy that goes out there gets permanent brain damage. Um, So like he goes out, they bring Bridgewater back in, which is like, if Bridgewater was available, like, I don't know why you just don't start him. Um, he's like a pretty serviceable quarterback, at least in my mind, um, as far as backups go anyways. Um, yeah, like actually a kind of an exciting game, despite all that stuff. Uh, I was watching a good bit of this game. Um, Dalvin Cook stinks like he get every year he gets drafted like with these other top tier running backs and like he's just not as good like if you're drafting this guy I understand there's like injury concerns with Christian McCaffrey but like if you're drafting this guy over like Derrick Henry or even like Christian McCaffrey like you just have something wrong with your brain. Um, he ends up like salvaging because, like, at the end of the game, they hand the ball off and the Dolphins are like selling out to stop, and he gets through like the first wave of defenders and ends up cribbing like a really long one. So like, he you'll had, look like at two his...
0: points at that point. It yeah, it was like so the like, fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, and it was like a seventy-yard touchdown. So like, people will be like, "Oh, fifteen points, Dalvin Cook," but like. If you watch the game, like, he's just, he's so bad. Um, Both the Dolphins running backs just completely flopped. Part of that is, like, they were trailing a lot in this game and had to throw. I think Bridgewater ended up, like, in relief throwing for, like, 330 yards or something, which you don't see very often. Um, Mostert, I'm still, like, very high on him. He gets a lot of touches. Uh, we know that McDaniels likes him uh, from the days in San Francisco, and he is, like, an explosive player. So, like, I still like him. Um, particularly, I think he goes against the Steelers. Um, is that this coming week on mm-hmm. Sunday Some, night?
0: Sunday night,
2: yeah. Yeah, so, like, I love that matchup because um, Steelers' run defense is not very good. And um, two
0: is back for more punishment in that game, too.
2: Yeah um yeah hopefully for him TJ Watt is not anywhere close to returning because Tua might go from the concussion protocol back to the field and then just directly into the hospital again um it, the dolphins receivers are dope uh Tyreek Hill had 177 yards he just is like it, they no one can cover him i think when Tua comes back like this guy is poised to just go nuts. He's been putting up, like, monster numbers with Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson throwing in the ball. Um, Waddle had over 100 yards. He only caught six balls, but um, went for almost 130 yards. Um, He's awesome. He did get banged up a couple times in this game, so I'd keep an eye. I'm not sure if they've slapped a designation on him yet or not, but I'd keep an eye on his health because he had something... he came into the game with a groin injury. He did something to, like, either his knee or his ankle and came out and then went back in, and then late in the game did something to his shoulder and came back in, but something to keep an eye on. Um, He seems to be banged up quite a bit, and I know Hill has had the injury designation the last couple weeks, but, like, it doesn't really seem like it matters when you're catching 12 balls for 177 yards on the viking side uh justin jefferson had six catches for 100 yards um just keeps like merchanting touchdowns this guy this guy's so washed but like every time they get in the red zone for whatever reason he just catches touchdowns um mike is the worst player in the nfl uh but he caught two touchdowns in this game the guy literally does nothing like he is just wide open in the red in the end zone. They throw him the ball. He like does the most disgusting gritty dance you've ever seen. Looks like a 55 year old, like suburban dad trying to go viral on TikTok. And then like the next drive, he's matched up one-on-one with a corner. Who's like two feet t- shorter than him. And, they just throw up a jump ball and he somehow gets out jumped by like a guy that's like half his size and gets it knocked away from him. Um but yeah, like if you're into guys like that, uh he does seem to get a fair number of red zone targets. Um but with Tua coming back, I wouldn't expect that to continue. But uh yeah, like he said, a weird game, weird quarterback situation. Dolphins are kind of like just trying to tread water until they can get to a back, which looks like it'll happen this week. Um, so I think if you've got either of those Dolphins receivers or most or against the Steelers defense that's played inspired this week. Um, like they looked pretty good, uh, but they're just decimated by injuries now. And I also don't think that the Bucks offense is what most people think it is. Um, so I'd feel good about like running any of those guys out there. And then obviously you're playing Justin Jefferson. You're still playing Dalvin cook if you have him. Um, and you're probably playing Thielen at this point. Cause he seems to get a touchdown like more often than not. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Bengals, I guess you could say get back on track, but like it was way closer than you would have thought if you knew that the Bengals were going to get back on track. Allie, uh they gave up 26 to the Saints. Uh what what's going on there?
1: Yeah, so I I'd say their offense is back on track. I mean, the Saints defense is pretty good and I'd say they're 2 for 3. So Burrow, you know, he's got he got they're over 300 yards, um rushing touchdown. Um, Chase looks be backs, uh, 10 targets, seven catches, 132 yards. Um, Mixon is the one that I'd say isn't back quite yet, but he still scored. So he got some points. Um, he's probably on the right track to getting, getting back. It just seems like one of these weeks he's going to have to break, but I mean, we're going into week seven. So hoping that Joe Mixon can do something some of these weeks cause he got drafted pretty high. Um, Higgins underwhelms again, 10 targets, but only 47 yards. I wouldn't really be running him out there at this point. I think there's enough other options at the wide receiver position. Um, Even if you just stream something week to week based on matchups, it seems like there's at least a couple wide receivers that are getting pretty open each week. So, at least in the couple of leagues that I'm in, the leagues that I'm in. Um, For all those people that picked up Taysom Hill after he got a bunch of touchdowns last week, well, he did nothing. So, congratulations if you're in a dumb league that lets you run him out of tight end. Um, cause he did nothing. Um, you sacrificed Kamara...
0: your dignity and in exchange you got nothing. So congratulations.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, you get the punishment that you deserve, I guess, if you run him out there. <laughs> but, uh, Camaro got 124 yards. Um, and maybe Smith can be looked at at streaming going, being streamed going forward. Um, but it's nice to see Kamaru get over 100 yards. Um, with a couple of his injuries, especially that 9-30 game um, when he had that injury and then didn't play. That was kind of tough for a bunch of people because they had him in. You know, you sleep in a little bit on Sunday, wake up, and it's like, oh wait, he didn't play. So hopefully they played him this week and got some points.
0: Caleb, is that the Astros got the trash cans out?
2: Yeah, Carpenter just got rung on a ball that was not a strike at all, but i mean it's the astros what do you expect the mlb just wants them to win for whatever reason
0: i would say like higgins i think is a guy that i'm not running out there if he's been on the injury report at all because we had two weeks ago he was questionable then he was going to play and he played like three snaps literally came out of the game got zero targets i mean got zero this game he's Supposedly questionable again. He ends up playing. Most people probably play him because he has the upside. And, I mean, 10 targets for 47 yards is abysmal. Um, I'm probably waiting for him to be fully healthy, quote-unquote, although it doesn't seem like that ever happens for him. Um, On these last two games, I will say, like, Mixon and Dalvin Cook, If you have either of them, go on right now and send them for Breeze Hall. Just just straight up and just pray that either the person is a moron or clicks the wrong button. Um, I want to move off these guys so bad. I have Dalvin Cook because I picked 10th in the league. So what are you going to do? But like, I'm not he has done nothing against anyone that is a decent matchup. Um, the Ravens fall victim to the greatest franchise in football history, the New York football giants. Caleb, I know you didn't quite get the, uh, standard hard carry from Lamar this week.
2: Uh, tough two weeks in a row for me with, uh, Lamar. Um, but I still think he'll bounce back. I'm still trusting. Um but yeah, not not a good not a good game for him. Um Kenyon Drake went nuclear this game. Uh I'm not really sure what to do with that information. Um I don't feel comfortable playing him. But at the same time, like J. K. Dobbins, aside from the game against the Bills where he scored a couple times, has looked like really bad. Um, I saw some stat. I can't remember if it was on a red zone or what it was that he had minus 54 uh, yards versus expected in the first quarter um, in this game, which is just like the fact that you could like even compile that stat in one quarter is just mind blowing. Um,
0: I guess their O-line is pretty damn good if he was expected to get well, 54 yards in the first
2: quarter. Yeah, point. it's just like one of those things. Like, I don't know if the expected is like Lamar Jackson or like what that is, but like you see that minus 54 number in a quarter and you're just like, how is that possible? Um, he ends up getting benched in this game and they just went with Kenyon Drake, uh, which is seems like it was a good choice at least for this game well he, that says
0: a lot because Kenyon drake i mean spin it any way you want he's not good
2: no for sure um and so like i think for me as a lamar jackson owner like this is i like i'm not a ravens fan i don't give a fuck if they win or not i just want lamar to go nuclear um and so like i almost like this game even though Lamar like didn't put up the numbers that I need him to because like if the Ravens can't run the ball like it's literally all him um and so like that kind of makes me feel good uh, a little bit well they can't Um, throw the
0: ball either except to Andrews right now I mean
2: well that's the problem uh because like Bateman and what's the other idiot they have are both banged up Duvernay. Duvernay um But, like, you know, I think they'll figure it out. Like, Lamar is electric. Mark Andrews is awesome. Um, It's just, like, a matter of right now, it's, like, literally just those two guys. I think if you get Bateman back healthy and Duvernay at 100%, um, I don't think they're, look, they're not, like, Tyreek Hill and and, and Jalen Waddle, but, like, they're decent players and with a quarterback that's as dynamic as he is like they can be effective so um not too too worried yet uh Saquon had another pretty nice game he scored um had like one really long one that he broke that kind of made the stat line look better than it really was um but that's kind of typical with him like he'll go most of the game getting bottled up and then just bust one he
0: did have a second touchdown that he selfishly chose real winning over winning in fantasy. Which yes. Which is just disgusting.
2: That, that is true. Um,
0: disgusting behavior.
2: Come on, Saquon. Yeah. Um, so he looked good. I mean, the Giants, like, they look like they, I mean, look, they're. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're better than the Eagles. I don't even think they're better than the Cowboys with Dak Prescott at quarterback. Um, But, like, they're kind of fun. They're, like, a little bit feisty. They play teams tough. Um, I think Dable is, like, a good good coach, and it seems like they want to play for him. There's too many issues with that team, which, like, this isn't an NFL podcast. It's a fantasy podcast. But, like, they have nobody at wide receiver... Um, they like they have a lot of problems, but like for what they're working with, I think Dable's done like a really nice job with that team, um, and certainly like much better than they've looked in in the past. So that's uh, again not fantasy related, but I think worth mentioning.
0: Yeah, Wanda Robinson got in the end zone here. I think you have to grab him this week. Um, honestly, even if you try to get him this week. There's going to be, I mean, I know waivers cleared, but there was surely some competition anyways, especially if you have a lot of sharp players in your league. Um, But I think more broadly for the Ravens, like I think this is really good if you're a Bateman owner, because even though he wasn't seeing a lot of usage at the beginning of the season, like their offense looked so much better with him on the field Um, it's made way bigger difference than getting Dobbins back or anything. Um, because right now, like teams aren't afraid of Devin Duvernay and I don't even know who their next receiver is, Isaiah Likely or somebody. So they did just
2: pick, they did just sign Deshaun Jackson today. So that's worth, that's worth looking at. I mean, we know
0: because what? You would think the last thing they need is a deep ball guy when that's literally all their receivers are deep ball guys.
2: Yeah, I mean, unless you just, like, Lamar, at least in my mind, is probably one of the better deep ball throwers in in the league. Um, He definitely has one of the biggest arms. And so, like, maybe that's just the offensive strategy is, like, we're just going to get receivers that can just run deep. But, again, like... I mean, Deshaun Jackson's, like, 35. Like, did we forget that Odell Beckham is still available? I mean, I'd much rather have a guy like that than – I know he's kind of, like, flirting with the L.A. Rams and things like that. But, like, that guy was going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl last year if he didn't blow out his knee in the second quarter. I mean, he was eating in that game. Um,
1: I picked up both them this week, Odell and (laughs) Deshaun.
2: yeah i mean i oh, wish I'm i wish o- year old receivers. yeah yeah so like i i don't know like maybe if you're really weak at receiver deshaun jackson's worth a look i mean we know what he's been able to do in the past but like it's been a long time since he was that guy um it's like if i was the ravens i would have i would have tried to get odell because i think there's still a lot of juice left in that tank but yeah, he's uh, like know, a worse, not a GM,
0: so. He's like a worse older version of MVS. Like if he doesn't catch a 60-yard touchdown, you screwed up. I mean, if I'm going to flip that coin, I'd rather flip it with somebody else, but um I mean, he di- he did it a couple times last year in the couple games he played, so like I'm not going to say he can't, but like I don't know,
2: 35 years. You're talking about Deshaun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean I Where think... where was he last year? Seen he in Oakland? Or Las Vegas? Or whatever wherever the Raiders were playing last year?
0: Was it them or I thought it was the Rams for some reason?
2: Find out. Bad radio pause. right here. Yeah, pause.
0: Oh well, he was on he up. was
2: on the Rams though. That's what he was I on. Thought. He was on the the Raiders for the first 9 games and then he was on the Rams for the last 7 games but he didn't start so at, he, at all. He had or, 18 Rams.
0: against Tampa Bay and then he had 16.2 against Dallas and other than that his best game was 6.8 and like all of them were under 1 point. So like
2: yeah, basically he's MVs like he caught a 75 yard touchdown no that's the one
0: i remember yeah yeah it was like which would never happen now because Stafford can't throw the ball but um i think i think the plan like if i was harbaugh which clearly i'm not but like i would want to get Bateman back and get him like 10 targets and open that up because that was like the key i think for this offense like getting that defense to back off so that Lamar can be Lamar, um, should really be their plan for getting, getting back. Um, so that is the first half of the week six, uh, review. Um, let's, uh, do a quick preview Thursday night. This game is like, better than most of the Thursday night games which isn't saying a whole lot but like at least well don't
2: speak too soon we haven't watched it yet true at least
0: there's uh some players that you might actually be playing in this one last week it was like I mean literally you're not playing anybody in in commanders bears um but biggest storyline here has got to be D Hop is cleared to play um roided d hop mind you um caleb are you gonna run this guy out there tomorrow um and just trust in in what what he has done basically his whole career
2: uh i mean i think if you look at the the cardinals situation you almost have to unless you're like just insanely stacked at wide receiver like if you went like wide receiver, wide receiver or something with your first two picks, then like maybe not, but like most people didn't do that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, like, yeah, I think you got to play this guy. Um, you look at like what the Cardinals are. They're not a very good team. They tend to be behind a lot and have to throw the ball a lot, particularly in the second half. They don't really have uh anyone healthy that's a threat at the running back position. Um James Connors banged up, which like take a shot for every time you've heard that. You'll be dead in like an hour. Um and then like I don't even know who they're running out there right now. Like Eno you know, Benjamin and someone else. But who flopped um, Eno flopped hard last week. Yeah, and just like I mean they're gonna be losing most of their games just like they have been all year. So like you look at that, um, Kingsbury to begin with as a guy that's like a past first, like sort of spread offense coach, um, Who and then score.
0: like,
2: well, I mean, yeah, but they scored um,
0: three points against the Seahawks, the freaking Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, the, Seahawks, the Seahawks were team. last in like every statistical category on defense and they scored three they, points.
2: They beat the Broncos though. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so, I mean, like, and then, so you take all of that. DeAndre Hopkins, like, when he's healthy, is one of the better receivers in this league. He's certainly top 10, and on a lot of people's lists, is probably top five. Um, He's been on steroids for God knows how long. He's probably jacked uh, and super angry right now. So, like, he's got that going for him. And then the last thing is, like, Marquise Brown got killed um on the field last week uh like he's not coming back he's dead um so he's out uh and so like the cardinals don't really have much else to to go to here Rondale and um, aj green <laughs> well they did just trade for robbie anderson too who's like by the way i saw a tweet after robbie anderson got kicked out or kicked off the sideline, or sent to the locker room, or whatever. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, Robbie Anderson is like if Antonio Brown was ass at football. <laughs> <laughs> it was so true. But um, I I do... saw
1: one, I saw one similar. It was like that the AB running around the stadium without his shirt off, and it was like DJ Moore after he hears that. Um, Robbie Anderson got re-signed by a different team (laughs) when doing this. (laughs)
0: Can we we talk about the Cardinals traded two draft picks for this guy? Like, he was never going to play another snap for Carolina. And, like, I can't imagine there was a lot of suitors for, like, again, a guy that sucks and is an absolute cancer in the locker room. So, like... How do you have two picks
2: for this guy? Like the Browns were probably in, dude. They were probably like going to offer up like a 20 35 first rounder. It was like and So the, they had uh, to make a move. The
0: equivalent of like it's like Tuesday and you want to pick up a waiver guy, so you like figure out who you're going to drop, but then you put him on the trade block and it's like this guy's going to be free tomorrow, but like today like what would you like to give up for him? Like, <laughs> apparently, two draft picks is is just. Five. Yeah, they got
2: a they got a sixth and a seventh for him, didn't they? I thought it
0: was a fifth and a sixth, actually.
2: I think it was a sixth and a seventh. Okay. Maybe they were conditionals. I don't know, but like, there's been some good players drafted in the sixth round: Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappy. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways, like, uh, unless you're. St- running like cooper cup Stephon diggs and justin jefferson as your three wide receivers i'm probably starting deandre hopkins if i have him
0: yeah and you have to remember here last season when d hop was healthy the cardinals were seven and oh i mean i can't think of a bigger difference maker that we've seen in football than a guy that could have this team being seven and oh like honestly they were probably did they have byron murphy last year i can't remember or did they get him this year?
2: I think they had him last year. Okay.
0: Either way, I could be wrong. Having even this identical team at seven and zero is hilarious. So, and Kyler looked like a passable fantasy quarterback. So, um, yeah, I, I. I am in agreement. I'm a little bit worried because one, Kyler sucks. And two, Cliff Kingsbury is a freaking moron that sucks at coaching. Um, but the upside is just there. And it's nice that you get to know Thursday night how that played out. Um, you know, if you got five points, then maybe you have to make some adjustments for the weekend. But if you get, you know, 18 points, Thursday night from your receiver like you're feeling pretty good. Um you know you have some flexibility going into the weekend. Um this is a my one question for myself. Um Olave Thursday night against the Cardinals or Drake London? Uh Drake London plays uh Cincinnati, I think. Who do you want to play there, Caleb? I don't know.
2: Cincinnati's got Eli Apple, so <laughs> you might want to steer clear of that. I mean, like uh the Saints throw the ball um like a pretty fair amount. The Falcons don't seem to be interested in doing that at all. Um and before Olave got hurt and like missed time recently, he looked really, really good. Uh I get that like For a lot of those games, if not all of them, it was Winston throwing him the ball. And I think Winston is... If you're... How do I want to say this? If you're talking about fantasy and I have a wide receiver, I'd much rather have Jameis Winston at quarterback than Andy Dalton at quarterback. Now, that's not to say I would rather start Jameis Winston at quarterback in fantasy over Andy Dalton. Because you're probably going to get three or four interceptions with Jameis Winston. But if I have the wide receiver... I probably want Jameis because he's going to fucking throw it. And he doesn't care if the guy's covered or if he's 90 yards downfield. He's still going to try to complete it.
0: I probably Um, want Jameis over anybody for my wide receivers in fantasy.
2: (laughs) I mean, aside from, like, Patrick Mahomes or, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's like Jameis is probably the guy because, like, he's just going to try to force it in there. And wide receivers don't lose points for interceptions. so. Maybe Tua.
1: Um, Tua doesn't care about interceptions either.
0: That was like the yeah. the, Olave was had, damage, no. <laughs> the Olave game where he had damage. The Olave game where he had three hundred air yards, and we were like, "What in the hell is that?" Like,
2: yes, yeah, because Jameis just sees him seventy yards down the field, and he's like, "I can throw it that far," and so he just does. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you got to go Olave as long as you feel good about his health um, and like that he'll see snaps, but like. It's not like you really have a lot to lose on the other side either. Like the Falcons don't throw the ball. Um, And so it's not like Drake London. Like it's not like you're deciding between Chris Olave and like someone who's got like an eight point floor. Right. Like Drake London is probably maybe catches you a touchdown, gets you 10. Wow. But like, yeah, I mean, you got to go Olave in my mind.
0: Yeah, I I mean that's I think it's tough because Olave clearly has the worst matchup. Like Byron Murphy is going to be shadowing him, presumably. Right. Byron Murphy is like goes under the radar as one of the stud corners in the NFL. I mean he's put yeah he's very very good the clamps on everybody. I mean DK Metcalf was on a tear and was just completely invisible last week. Um, so I'm like not feeling good about it, but like. I can't run a receiver out there that's only going to have a maximum of 20 opportunities. Like, there's just no way for it. even if he gets a 30% target share, that's freaking six targets. Like, I mean, yep. I can't survive on that in fantasy. Like, it's conceivable that Olave gets 13, 14 targets in this game. And, um, you know, I'd I just, I'd rather just chase the volume, um, especially on on
2: Thursday night uh, particularly yeah, because I, you think that you think that game will probably be like relatively high scoring at least right like the Cardinals I mean it as bad of a team as they are like they can still score a little bit um, and I know the the, um, the Saints defense is good but um, like I don't it just feels better to me sorry Allie
1: that's okay. I was gonna say I'm running I would run Olave out there, uh just because um Drake London has to split some throws with Kyle Pitts.
0: I, I mean it's tough to compete with Kyle Pitts. He commands like, I know. literally at the minimum zero targets a game. So When you have Kyle Pitts on team. the
2: field it's like no one else. like they're not even looking at anyone else. So I mean, he like...
0: is famously the most talented tight end. Of all time, I don't know how. And the most and the most utilized,
1: (laughs) and he's fast.
0: Look, I want to remind people that Cole Komet is the poor man's Kyle Pitts, and. In not the way that anyone ever meant that, it is for sure true.
2: <laughs> it's just they both stink, and you didn't have to draft one of them Cole, in the third round.
0: Sucks slightly less. They're slightly more than Kyle Pitts, but you got them in the 14th instead of the third. So um, that's all for the first half of the week six review. We will do the second half tomorrow. Um, and then we'll be back on the weekend for all of your uh, Week 7 um, uh, previews. Some pretty interesting things this week, like uh, the buys this week are horrid. Um, every good player that's ever played in the NFL ever is on buy this week. So
2: Lamar, though. Not Lamar. True,
0: but Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, Singletary, uh
1: not sun god he's back
0: that's true there's another qb on by uh,
2: justin jefferson is yeah, on by Kurt, this week justin I think.
0: Jefferson, dalvin cook um
2: somehow and, none of my players are on by that yet like this week except for like dallas goddard which just means like i'm probably gonna find a way to lose this week and then i'll just get raped for like the next four
0: weeks are you trying to tell us that you managed to not draft any good players
2: no, I mean, like I have a good <laughs> roster. Like, if you look at my roster, you're like, this is a loaded team, but like, they just underperform. Like, I've got here. I'll tell you my roster right now. I've got Lamar. You have I have makers. no, not anymore. He's off the team. <laughs> Man. We had to send. We had to send a message. Okay, here's my roster. You tell me this team doesn't sound like it does damage. Okay, keep in mind, I've i've lost two in a row but this is my roster
0: on youtube you're a bird right now with the book on his head
2: that's fine um (laughs) lamar jackson right pretty good fantasy quarterback joe mixon thanks this year but like before the season you'd be like yeah "Yeah, joe mixon (laughs) christian mccaffrey okay tyreek hill okay evo samuel
0: yeah
2: Amari Cooper slash DK Metcalf. I play them interchangeably at my right. third wide Depending receiver position.
0: If we're set, it wants to be terrible. Hopefully.
2: Well, you just have no idea. Like it's the most frustrating thing ever. Cause whichever one of them I play, the other one goes
0: right.
2: bananas, but okay. <laughs> Either way, they're both like pretty decent for a wide receiver three. Yes. And then I have uh, Dallas Goddard who's on by this week, but. Um, I picked up uh Bobby Tanyan to, to start okay. at tight end. Raheem Mostert in my flex. Okay. Which I can play him, I can play Jeff Wilson, or I can play Clyde Edwards Alaire in my flex. I have Evan McPherson at kicker, who is you hasn't you been Singletary. great for me this year, but huh? I thought
0: you had Singletary.
2: I do have Devin Singletary. I don't think I've he's been in my lineup once this year, though.
0: Okay, but I've, yeah, I've he been... is on my
2: roster. Yes, okay.
0: you could pull flex him though, which seems like it might be shaping up to be a better option than we thought.
2: Yes, agreed. But he's on bye I this week. He's, so on he's on not by. He's True. not in my lineup. Evan McPherson, a kicker. Okay, that's. I think we can all agree that's one of the better kickers in the league. Agree. He would
1: prove he likes himself.
0: The Packers defense. Yeah, I mean, definite improvement at defense, but you know, you but I mean, wouldn't guess that at the beginning of the season. I know but that's a pretty that's a pretty good team. I agree. I know someone that has a a shiny, unplayed with Patriots defense.
2: So. Well, that person should trade them to me then.
0: Maybe you should ship a uh, CMC on over before he
2: gets traded. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my hope and wet dream is going to be when Christian McCaffrey gets traded to the Buffalo Bills and his projected points immediately go from 14 every week to 100. And then that's gonna be the combination I, of my I think life. He's
0: gonna to go to the Steelers and then his projected points are gonna to go to like zero point eight.
2: Yeah, that's just not gonna happen
0: i I don't actually know how the bills could get him. That's the problem is I don't see how one of these better teams can actually acquire him. like they said well, the they would Rams- have to do.
2: They would have to do... Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. They would have to do the Rams strategy where they're just like, all these draft picks we have, we don't care about them. Uh, But the cap... Take them all. Uh, The cap doesn't matter. Why? Because, like, somehow every year, the Rams, the Browns, (laughs) and... Like, other teams... Like, maybe... I can't think of another team, but like those two, definitely every year they're signing someone to like 30 million a year contract. And you're just like, how can this team still fit under the cap? I just don't I i, I don't think the cap exists. Like, I think it's just one of those things where it's like we're told that we have to, it's like fluoride in the water. Like they're like the cap exists because it's good for you and like it's there. But you're just like, hmm. Number one, I don't think it's good for me. And number two, it might not actually be real. And cap I don't is really cap.
0: need it. Like I, the Rams are like, we don't really need the cap. And the NFL is like...
2: Or the draft. Like They're just like, we'll just... Whatever. Like We'll just take all these other players from these other teams that they've already drafted and we'll just give them our draft picks and then we can have the players.
0: I mean, they've said... The Cardinals have apparently said that the asking price is multiple first-rounders. I don't think that's unreasonable i mean that's for the pan like... for the, you mean the panthers
2: what did i say oh you said the cardinals oh
0: sorry yeah the panthers they say they're asking prices multiple first rounders that seems like if you genuinely believe you're a contender and you have no running back like i'm what do you doing? i read
2: i read a chef article today that said a first rounder or possibly more if i can get christian mccaffrey like if i'm the bills and i can trade a first rounder to get christian mccaffrey even if I'm pretty sure he's locked up next year, but even if he's a rental this year, I mean, the Bills look like they're probably the team to beat, at least right now. But, like, I think that's still kind of up in the air. If you put Christian McCaffrey on that team with Josh Allen, like, barring the entire team playing just, like, going down in the middle of the ocean, like, I don't see any way that team loses.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I worry, like, for me, if I had CMC, which I don't because I just – I don't like that injury risk. But, like, if I did, I I actually would be a little bit worried about that because part of what he's been for his entire career is that he's insane and they've never had anybody else. Like, if he goes somewhere where they have all these other weapons, I'm, I'm actually a little bit worried that, you know... Diggs is going to eat into that gabe davis is going to catch his two passes for touchdowns every third week like i feel like his projections could really go down depending on how they use him because like we see that now like singletary has been remarkably efficient like every time he touches the ball and they're just like yeah. but like james cook is like good and everybody's like no he's not like all he does is put the ball on the ground. Or
2: Zach Moss. Every time I see Zach Moss catch a ball or take a carry, I want to just freaking put a 9 millimeter down my throat and swallow it. It's disgusting. It's,
0: I mean, it's like, I think, I think this week was interesting. Like, I don't own Singletary anywhere, but like, watching that game, it's like, okay. They need to win this game, and it's close, and it's Singletary. And, like, they were actually, like, running on third and one, which, like, yeah. With a running back? Right. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he had, like, six, seven yards a touch in this game. So, like, I'm interested to see how that develops because for better or worse in the NFL, like, everybody has two running backs, but you have to have one that, like, gets in the game, is in a rhythm, and, like, plays a lot of the snaps because, um, I mean, that's just what you need in the NFL. And Singletary is clearly that guy if they need that guy. And uh, maybe they're starting to wake up to it, even though it's been obvious to anybody that watched, like, a half of one Bills game this year. Um, Anyways, that was way off topic, but...
1: I think, too, real quick on, um, like, Josh Allen. They have him run the ball so much, but with them, some of these concussion protocol things changing, you know, like, he takes one big hit in one of these games, and he's out. So you just wonder if they're going to start utilizing their running backs more just to stay away from that risk of having to have them sit. I mean, how many quarterbacks this week are in concussion protocol when who knows if they would have even been it? Like, this week, Kenny Pickett's on concussion protocol, but he's practicing. It's like, he's, like, full practice, but he's on the protocol. So like if they're gonna have everyone on protocol all the time, they might as well start using a running back to run the ball, like they're supposed to. But yeah. well, Josh
2: Allen, Josh Allen has no regard for his own safety. Like yes. if you watch that guy play football, he's a lunatic. Like yes. I, he had that play last week where he like. Bounced it outside and like Hurdled a linebacker yep. It was like it's so sick to watch But like if I was a Bills fan I'd be like dude please stop Because if you right. get hurt That's that's a wrap Especially have now a... because It's
0: like, well, it's okay, like They're already the playoffs... established
2: Yeah right they're already established As like one of the best teams if not the best team In the NFL like you don't really Have to do that like it, As good as they are It doesn't really matter if you go like 10 and I shouldn't say 10 because it's 17 games now. Like there's not that big of a difference between you going like 12 and five and like 14 and three. If you're as good as they are, like you're going to kick the shit out of whoever you play in the first matchup regardless. And then like you have to win. You'll get a bye. So you have to win like one game. One real competitive game to be in the Super Bowl. And, like, yep. to your point, like, you just want everyone to be healthy. And, like, that's a team where, like, if Josh Allen gets hurt, that team goes from number one in terms of, like, teams I don't want to play to, like, yeah, I'll play them. Like, I don't really care. They're still good. They still have weapons. But, like, without Josh Allen, it's like you take Mahomes off the Chiefs, like, put, like, like, Blake Bortles on the Chiefs instead of Patrick Mahomes it's like it's a completely different thing like no one wants a piece of that with Mahomes a quarterback but like you take him off and put like a backup in there it's like okay fine yeah yep.
0: if, I mean if it's the AFC championship game and like fourth and one and you roll out and there's a linebacker there like yeah you put your head down but like some freaking game against the dolphins in hundred degree weather week four like just stop dude like I don't even like the guy but like when I watch him do that I'm like dude if I like this guy I would be like stop doing that like if I want I'm hoping you're my quarterback for 16 years like don't put your head down and get
2: smashed In and like, at the same it time it is awesome and... though oh, it yes. is awesome For sure. watch like it, it is sweet
1: i but... wonder if he even can't get hurt the guy's like a total monster like he, he's yeah, well, just that's, that's what i was
2: gonna say like he seems like he's invincible because like i've seen the guy just yeah. get absolutely clobbered before and he just like pops right up like he's a fucking yep. whack-a-mole like it's it's insane um like, I don't know if the guy can be injured. I guess we'll find yep. out eventually. But, yep. yeah, to your point, like, he's, he's incredibly, like, exciting and also just seems like he might be invincible. So that would be cool.
1: Yep.
0: Okay. Well, we said we were gonna be done but now we're actually gonna be done we will do the second half of week six um and be back later in the week for week seven stuff uh talking about who you can pick up and play for all your guys that are on by except for caleb because he doesn't have anybody on by so no worries
2: like my whole bench is on by though so if like one of my guys is ruled out this week i'm just so dicked because I won't have anyone to play. I'll be picking up like Dave Smith and putting him at wide receiver.
1: All right. See ya.